Kumalo Street, Togoza on the East Rand in the early 1990s. Charismatic civic and trade union leader Sam Tuli is shot dead in October 1991 after gunmen forced his car off the road. Three years later, and exactly nine days before the historic all-inclusive general elections of 27 April 1994, world-renowned photographer Ken Osterbrook of the Star newspaper suffers the same fate while covering the violence that has dodged the street for many years. Ndulli and Osterbrook's names are among the 688 embalmed on a large granite slab that was erected at the Togoza Memorial Park in 1999 and unveiled in a gesture steeped with symbolism by then ANC President Tabumbeki and IFP President Mangosu Tubutelezi to honor those who died or went missing during what was probably the fiercest battles between the ANC and the IFP in Gauteng. Today, peace reigns in Kumalo Street. And not a single death has been directly linked to political violence since 1997. However, the scars of the battle remain on people and buildings. Sam Kize is the chairperson of the Penduga Displaces Committee and an independent councillor in Eguruleni. The people of Toza are still suffering at the hostel. I think we have seen even yourself. And even at Penduga, other houses are not properly rebuilt. We are still saying to government they must build. That's why today I'm an independent council. I'm still fighting in council, but I'm talking with the stubborn people that they are not listening, that they are not even go and view on what I'm saying. Kumalo Street stretches for more than seven kilometers and serves as the main road in Togoza. It also separates the township and the hostels, which stand out as train-like compounds where mostly male migrant workers stay. The street is named after Jaycon Kumalo, himself a migrant worker from Vryhet, Wazulu Natal, who became a community leader of the 1960s. Although Kumalo died in 1966, his house is still on the street and his photos adorn its lounge. Kumalo's daughters Rose and Togozile occupy the house and they remember how they were not spared the wrath despite their famous name. Togozile says they were simply on the wrong side of the political divide. The MPs would go past our house on their way to the stadium. We would be scared of coming out and watching because they would tell us they would be back and when they come back, they will kill everything in their sight. Women, children, everything. Comrades who participated in the battle say they had hopes that the new government would look after them. Wanda Mgomezulu, alias Mchacho, is a veteran of these battles. On this day, Mchacho and his comrades are busy putting up ANC posters along the street. They are not happy with the ANC because they do not have jobs, but they will still vote the party come the May 7 general elections. Our comrades are traumatized. They need counseling. We need support from the government, which is our government. You know, at least if maybe we can get a counseling, we can get jobs to work, and also that our comrades get something maybe maybe to help them if they died. You know, we don't need more. We don't need. We don't want to drive X5. We don't want to drive Mercedes Benz. Just a normal life to put the bread in a table, then we'll appreciate that. But we are going to defend the revolution. The 1994 general elections not only left the township residents with crushed dreams, even hostile dwellers suffered the fate. 
Lack of jobs and development cut across the divide and is more pronounced in Madala, Mshaya Zafe, and Kutuza, the three hostel compounds that adorn the street. As you enter the hostels, the stench of uncollected garbage drives this point home. Long and uncut grass between different sections of the hostel is now home to large rodents that residents here claim are not only a pest but a health hazard as well. Induna Makuluzandlovu, who has spent the past 47 years in this hostel, says the situation is complicated by crime that was not known before the violence. Ndlovu says when people voted in 1994, they voted not only for peace but for jobs and better living standards as well. He says these have not materialized and people are now desperate. People prey on each other like vultures, fighting over a carcass because they are hungry. If government can provide jobs, perhaps people will change because people will have something to eat. Hunger does that to people. I decide to spend the night with the hostel dwellers in their compounds. We talk. We reminiscence, we drink, we eat, and we sleep. Early in the morning, we are awoken by a sound of a brass band passing through the street. It is Easter Sunday, and the Christians are celebrating Jesus' rise from the dead. There is another group from the Bantu Methodist Church singing and celebrating the rise. Reverend Kundankosi leads them in the praises. He says they are now not scared of trodding the street as the violence is a thing of the past. Ngozi says even the forthcoming elections will be free of any intimidation. We feel safely now. It's better than those days. Now everybody is free now to converse for his or her organization. We sit together. I think even these elections will be peacefully. There is nothing will happen now. If the determinations of the hostel dwellers, the township residents, the Easter Sunday jubilations, and the enthusiasm of religious leaders such as Nkosia are anything to go by, Kumalo Street and its chapter of violence appears closed for now. For younger generations, Kumalo Street will just be another street where violence once taught townships of Katlehong, Togoza, and Fosloras in Eguruleni. Sichabagangosi, SAPC News, Kumalo Street, Togoza. It's kind of a real and, and serious look at corruption in the police force. Uh, and it's about a cop who is, at his heart, is an honest guy, but he gets tempted uh, to join a gang that he is currently uh, busy undercover investigating, and he decides to join them for a one-off score.